This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Yes, for those that are not familiar with who Blockhead is, he's a producer out of New York, um, produced for many artists, uh, Mark Speck, Illogic, of course, ASAP Rock. Illogic. This joint, I actually didn't even know that it was coming out until uh, Mike told me about it. Cause I, think I saw it on Twitter. You did? I saw it on Twitter, he was promoting it on Twitter, or maybe you retweeted on Twitter, I don't know. But that's why I saw it on Twitter, that's how I was aware of it. 2017, when the artist sampling came out, um, was the last, was last, Project from Blockhead that I that I heard, but and so yeah, I was like, wow, I, and you know, he had the MCs he had on there. I'm like, okay, cool. I know this is I'm I'm in. This is gonna be the first, our first like you know you know like last year when Evidence came, out, I was like, okay, yeah, this is the first shit that dropped. So yeah, but this one, this definitely was like when I when the, the second track hit with uh, Billy Woods, Open Mike Eagle. Oh my fucking. So he's God. a producer slash rapper. He's no, no, he's rapper. he's on he's on. He, so he's strictly he, producing. Yeah, he's yeah. he just produced. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, cool. yeah. So he sang on one project. It was kind of a joke. Oh, oh, this one. Oh, you're no, 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 no. He's oh. in a group called Party Fun Action Committee. I forgot all about that. I was just on Wicked. I was like, I forgot he was even a part. I forgot all about that. So, yeah, start off with Slippery Slope with Billy Woods and, and that commanding voice, man. Like, geez. What? Is Billy Woods the one that said the shit about um, white strangers coming on the block? And all yeah, that. Yeah, drugs. yeah. yeah, I like him. Really, yeah, I like yeah. him. His voice, that one line, his I was voice like, is oh, so man. commanding, man. I, yeah, that's yeah, one yeah. thing I, I always love. It, was, about it, it caught me off guard because it takes me a while for all kilter NCs like that. Yeah, but but the shit he was saying though, it was just like wow, like. I didn't know he. Does he always rap about shit like that? Yeah. I did not know. I haven't. I hear y'all talk about him all the time, but I just never. I don't know that you'll like him a lot. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't usually rap over this type of production. It's usually really weird. Except he did have a whole album produced by Block. Where's he from? He's from New York, I think. Yeah. I hope I'm not wrong. I'm pretty sure it's New York. Yeah, that shit. But I attribute a lot of dope MCs. I'm like, oh, they're from New York, but they might not be. Yeah, that line alone hit home really quick. I was like, oh, yeah, okay, oh yeah, I remember that because I remember having that same feeling when I was when I was younger, like about like why are these strangers like why are they so comfortable with coming to the hood? Like it just it was weird. So when he said that line, I was just like, wow, that's 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 deep. I knew he wasn't open mic because I know what open mic sounds. I said this must be the Billy Woods guy. I said when when we do the review, I act. But yeah, but yeah, I'm definitely gonna go listen to him after hearing that though. Oh yeah, listen yeah. and and uh, Arm and Hammer too. But um yeah, I I I thought I think Blackhead did a great job of um and I wish a lot of more producers do that when they make like compilation style albums is like have instrumental albums in the middle to you know kind of like break up you know like the regular songs with MCs because he the MCs he had on here was definitely dope. A side rock, of course of course they fit like a glove because I mean all the works that he's done with mm-hmm. him. Um I thought the homeboy Sandman, which that and the joint with Tree. 
um, was with, like one of my favorite joints, oh, man. Yeah. The, the joint with Tree, that's, oh. I don't know who Tree is. I don't know who he is, know who he is, is either. He yeah, I think I've seen his name before. Like he used to be around I, a long time ago. And I didn't look, so I could really be mistaken. But all I know is when that shit came on, I was like, where the like, fuck is Ski Mask? Dude, <laughs> that motherfucking voice. And like, I mean, Blockhead just he, he painted a perfect beat for that for that particular track and everything. Man, I was yeah, that's easily like one of my favorite tracks. That was my favorite tracks on it. And I'm so glad with this being half instrumental and half you know song, you know actual songs. I'm glad like the MCs brought it. Like I feel like Open Mike Eagle they brought it. Homeboy Sandman brought it. Um, even it was another joint. Um, Mark Spett. Keep leaving out Breeze Brewing, man. And I don't mean to cut you off, but no, you're right. Like that first song, I was like, what a weird matchup. Open mm. Mike Eagle, Billy Woods, and Breeze Brewing, and it just came together beautifully because their mm -hmm. th their three styles are so different. Yep. And Open Mike was amazing. We already talked about Billy Woods at length. Right. Open Mike was just fucking great. The line about mm -hmm. I'm a, yeah. I, I want my 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 kids to be free to be as weird as a white kid was just a dope ass line. But then Breeze Bruin, who's from Juggernauts, for those that don't know, but he has always had one of my favorite voices in rap mm. and one of my favorite flows in rap. Cause you can always recognize when he starts rapping. And his verse was just so fucking good. Mm. And the, 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 the <laughs> shit about um, uh, call the cops, call the cops when they lack reasoning other than when a brother is offending for black breathing. Yeah. Like, God damn, damn yeah, what the yeah. fuck? Like that line was just so fucking great throughout this shit. Yeah, you're right. He definitely picked some good MCs to be on this. Mm -hmm. But even for the song with Aesop Rock, it was like the beat was not something that you typically hear Aesop rapping over. Mm -hmm. And I thought that that's what was interesting. A lot of the production on here I like that, did not sound like typical Blockhead. Like if you listen to Capture the Sun beats and listen to this, it's completely like. I mean, even if you go from his last project. Well, yeah, the the, what, the, the balloons. Um, oh, funeral balloons. Funeral balloons. Funeral balloons. And even so you go for two projects. Then that's damn. That was twenty seventeen too. Yeah, Shit. funeral okay. balloons was the um was the was the backwoods project. Mm -hmm. Even if you listen to that versus this, yeah. his production style is completely different. I'm not gonna say which one's better or worse. I, I right. like them both, but this is so much cleaner. Mm -hmm. Like Blockhead is a very sample based, and he's he's mm -hmm. he's some of his beats are kind of dirty, but this very just dirty. sounded so clean and just really detailed to me that I was like, wow, this is a blockhead project and this is very, very different. But what's also cool is it's diverse as fuck. Yeah. Like, you got some esoteric beats, hmm. you got some some smooth beats, and you even got some like, there was one song, gosh, I can't remember which one it was, that almost sounded like a exploitation film type of beat. I heard the I same thing, I don't know which one it is. Um, it almost sounded like an old black exploitation movie, and I was like, "Damn, this just sounds dope." But I definitely agree with you that 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 deeper still with Homeboy Sandman was a definite standout because that beat was dope, and Homeboy Sandman <laughs> fucking rocked that. Did he still shit. make, I think make, that was one making albums? Yeah. Homeboy yeah. still yeah. making albums. He, he, he did two EPs with Aesop Rock. He's, yep. Okay. He's no, I'm saying like by himself, like solo. Yeah, he's yeah. on Stone Stone. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, I know yeah. he's. A, oh, okay, but I didn't know if he. He's still making music. Yeah, he's still okay, making okay. music. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I did like that track, but I think it's gonna take a minute to grow me the way. Which track? The one with Homeboy Sam. Really? Really? Yeah. That bass and those horns. I did like yes. the way it ended, like the way he ended it with 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 the sample. Like yeah. that's when I was like, oh, okay. But I, and maybe it's just the other tracks. Um, I, I maybe take to them a little bit more, but I do like it. But I, I just the standout part. Uh, what, it, what about yeah, the same? And then and then get me like that. 
Which one? B? Which yeah, one? Arm hand. B safe. Man, come man, on. I know. Man. Yeah. Come on. That, that beat was dope. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> like the fact, the way he's able to create a beat like that, that's so minimal, that gives those that gives MCs you. so much room to like rap. Because mm -hmm. I feel like he knows what they're good at and he knows what they need. Like they don't need some crazy all over the place mm -hmm. beat. Because those guys fill up so much space when they rap, yep. so that beat was so fucking perfect for them. I didn't expect to see Vince Spencer's featured on here. Who is he? I don't know him. He's, he's an MC. He released a few albums uh, uh, last year and yeah. the year before. He's I'm not done, familiar with him at all. Yeah, he's done some. He's done some work with some with some dope people, man. But um, I didn't, he said his name, and I was like, this doesn't sound like Vic Mensa. No, no, no. But <laughs> yeah. Ryan, I went yeah. back and looked. Yeah. I was like, okay, Vic Spencer. Yeah. I, I'm not. Yeah, he's familiar done, with him. Yeah, so I yeah. just I, so Tree has been around for been around for a while. He has released projects. Tree and Vic Spencer has released a project before um, together too. So I've heard Vic Spencer, I've never really listened to Vic Spencer yeah, gotcha. the way I listen to him on here. Right. And again, where the ski mask at? Cause that damn voice and the way he rapped was mm -hmm. so aggressive and, and mean and he just, yeah. he just sounded like he was just ready to fuck a motherfucker up. And I was like, God damn, and it's just, it, and it's not even that long. It's like it's a, not, a yeah, minute and 44 seconds. Mm -hmm. yep. And he I mean, just, yep. He just come in and just he just kills it, man. Usually, for my personal taste, like if you can make an instrumental track, at least keep it like no longer than two minutes. Even though they were four minutes, but I'm glad he switched. He 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 the beat switched up and he changed things up. He he did a lot of change up on a lot of instrumental tracks, which I was like happy for it. Like I was like cool because I ain't think he, I ain't want him to give me the same thing for four or something minutes. Like I'm glad he switched it up. He threw in different instrumentals. He you know he changed up a lot of the tracks on the instrumental joints that I was like, okay, cool, I, I yeah, like that. Yeah, the funeral balloon songs were all like four or five minutes long. But they, but he at least kind of switched it up though. Like it wasn't the same loop. Like, Some of them were, yeah. Not from not, on funeral, not from what funeral I remember. Funeral balloons, all the songs were like four or five minutes long and he didn't st switch up the beat all crazy on every single one. Blockhead is the type of producer that's not gonna give you just one long ass loop anyway. Right. Like, cause he's, he's sampling shit, so it sounds like like to me, a lot of times in his production, it sounds like a band. It was like the yeah, detail. I think you mentioned earlier is what I picked up on the instrumental tracks, mm -hmm. because when it, you know Dream On was the first one, I was like, okay, yeah, just gonna block it, you know, it's, it's, which sounded like something Atmosphere would rap over, but, um, but yeah, I, I didn't know that he was gonna intermix like the features with his his um, instrument with his beats. Yeah. Um, and I was wondering when I was listening, I was like. I kept thinking, I'm like, there has to be somebody who has done that before, but you're saying that... Yeah, I'm just done what before? Like, a producer only, like, just makes an album and they feature MCs, but sometimes they don't... It just be every song will be a featured MC. It's never, like, an instrumental. No, right. Like, like Factor Chandelier does that. Like, I think that's a pretty standard thing for, like, indie rap producers. Like, mm -hmm. they know better than to give you a whole fucking... But who did you name? Factor Chandelier. He's, like, a fake four producer. He does that. Um, I mean, I, I don't think that that's... I don't think that's that crazy. I think it's really? smart. Yeah. yeah. No, I do. I do. Yeah. I do. And that and that's that was like one of the takeaways that I had from like like I, I didn't I wasn't saying that it didn't exist. I was saying that I just never heard it um myself or I'm not familiar or maybe forgotten. So to throw a couple just producer. Just the way that he did it, you know, producer feature, producer right. feature, producer feature. Hmm. I think you had feature feature on um like nine and ten and twelve yeah. and thirteen, but it was just something I noticed that was that was different from you know the albums that I've heard, um, and I figured somebody have had to have done this before in the past, but I just didn't know. I, couldn't I think point mainstream to producers don't do that, yeah, because they can't, because they know that like every song needs to be a hit. You're not gonna get a hit off a fucking beat. 
You know? Right. But I think indie rap producers. But even yeah, because Alchemist you know? does it. Alchemist yeah, Alchemist does yeah, do that yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. That's that's true. Yeah. You being a producer, I know you know like his other like the drums on his other products. They don't. They don't sound like this. Like these sound. Yeah, these sound so so crisp. Like I was. I kind of like the dirty drum sound that he always has. But this is fine though. This sounds amazing too. And it also helps having MCs too. The MCs kill it too. But yeah, his drums. This is the crisp I've ever heard a blackhead drum. Me too. Like damn. I was checking like wait a minute. Is it? Is my speaker that damn good? Or is this? No. He definitely switched up his drum sound. Yeah. That was. I think he's showing you motherfuckers that he don't. He's not a one trick pony. He can give you a whole lot of different shit. And this is the first time where I've really been like. On one single blockhead project, mm -hmm. he's giving us so many different sounds. And I'm fine with that. Me too. Long, like you said, long as it's to the point to where we like, ooh, like, don't do that again. Like, ooh, like we've heard I MCs. Didn't get that. Yeah, yeah, I'm just saying we've heard mm -hmm. MCs and producers do that. Like, mm -hmm. oh, no, I don't think he don't need to do that. But this, I, I'm glad he still, I still felt that blockhead blueprint, mm -hmm. you know, in, instilled in all these beats and all this production, man. Like, that's one thing I liked. I took away from this. I'm like, okay, cool. Stuff sounds different. It sounds different from his previous work, but I still got blockhead. Like, as long as you ain't taking me out where I'm like, dude, what you trying to do? What are you trying to do here? Like, why are you trying to go for this sound? Or why are you trying to go for this type of tempo or whatever? Like, no. I'm glad he still kept it in, engraved in, in blockhead. So what's his most notable works up to this point? Aesop Ross. Aesop Ross. Um, Daylight. Labor Days. Mm -hmm. um, like, he, he was kind of like, back in the day, from what I remember, like, those two were so ingrained with each other. Mm -hmm. Like, when an Aesop Rock project came out, up until Bazooka Tooth was when Aesop started producing his own stuff. Mm -hmm. But before then, it was like, when an Aesop Rock project came out, you knew you were gonna have at least four, five, six blockhead beats. Okay. Probably you know? more. But I'm just saying, yeah. at least. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, like, I, th I think that kind of severed at some point mm -hmm. when Aesop Rock was more comfortable producing his own shit, like, around, like, None Shall Pass. Aesop was doing his own stuff more, but mm. there were still blockhead beats on there. But the beats that he was doing back then, they don't sound anything like this. Mm. Which is just interesting to me how how he's how he's I don't want to say progressed because his beats I don't know I wouldn't say that they're better or worse. Right. It's just he's changed so much over time. Yeah. But yeah. like you said, you still have that blockhead sound. You can still say, "Damn, that sounds like a blockhead beat." Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, yeah I, hadn't, I hadn't heard too much of his name. I'm sorry, Ken. I just hadn't heard too much of his name like that. Yeah, and and, and for that me, that is weird. Yeah, I know. For me, I've always mm -hmm. him, particularly, and Noah. Always producers. Mm -hmm. I've always whenever I list producers, and then like after I list them, I'd be like, "Fuck." I always those two I always forget and they their 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 beats are so like precise and craft very well. But whenever I'm listening like, you know, I'm I'm giving a list of this producers that I enjoy right now mm -hmm. or in the previous years, I always forget those two names. I just be like, damn, why am I always forgetting those they're, two names? They're two of the best <clears throat> I don't know if the underground rap term is even accepted anymore, but they're two of the best <clears throat> when it comes to indie underground rap that just don't get enough props yeah. for what they've done. And it's like Who's who? No and no and, and, gotcha. and block it mm -hmm. because it's like neither one of them have ever fallen off. Yeah, and it's like when you put yeah, their so shit on now, they're still making beats that are fucking mind blowing. But it's just one of these weird things where it's like we just we just forget about them. Forget about them. We just forget about them. You know. Mm. Yeah. I think that maybe yeah. it's just a matter of the the MCs that they work with. That's why I was asking what's the most- They don't get that type of exactly. notoriety. Exactly. You know, you have Aesop Rock when it comes to Blockhead. You have, like I said, he did a Billy Woods project. Right. He did an Illogic project. Yeah. Um, but then you have No, who does a sadistic project, mm -hmm. but he mostly works with Conan Linguist. Right. So it's like, unless you're tapped into that part of hip hop, you're just mm -hmm. not gonna know. Gotcha. Yeah. Another one of my favorite tracks on was Blueville. And Hemlock, man, I- I, I 
man. I, I did not expect that from him. You know, again, one of these rappers you, you've heard, because he was on Open Mic Eagle stuff before, but the way that he rapped on here and then the content of that song, you know, was, was, was like, every time it come on, man, it's just like, you know, he just comes in with so much energy and he just, cause it, it starts off real kind of slow and he kind of, you know, kind of walks you in and then the beat just kick in. He just jump in and he just, he be writing, he be flowing, man. Well, like, the whole project was kind of heavy, I thought. Heavy? Like, I don't know, it just kind of was like serious almost. It didn't sound like yeah, all just, you know what I'm that's saying? That's true. Yeah. That's a good point. I didn't yeah. think about that. Mm -hmm. Cause his past projects, they aren't mm -hmm. always like that. There's like mm -hmm. a darker cloud over this one. Mm -hmm. I didn't think about that. Yeah, yeah looking at the album titles, I think you're right. Weeping Willow, Be My, um, Deeper Still. Weeping Willow was a little playful. That was the one that had like almost like, I don't want to say the word merengue, but it was yeah. like a, like a, <laughs> but, but yeah, it was kind of yeah. like a little dancey type of shit too. <laughs> Only for a minute, then it went away. But yeah. then he brought it back though. He, he brought did, it back. But, yeah. but Rod's right. But think about song. a weeping willow. Like think about that, that tree. Like mm -hmm. it's like very dark and like sad and you know what I'm saying? That's true. I mean, that's a good point. You know, yeah. it's in the swamps. Yeah, you're right. I yeah. didn't think about that. I didn't either. All I was yeah. saying was, oh, his beats are very <laughs> different. They're more polished. I didn't think about the fact that they are a lot darker and more serious. Yeah. You're right. Weeping Willow, yes. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. You're talking about Hemlock Earth. Do you know who he is? Like Not fully. Hemlock Earth is in a band called Future Islands. I'm not a fan of the band, really. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know he rapped until I reviewed a Milo album. And he had a feature. And I was like, yeah, it's Hemlock Earth guy. He's dope. He's like this very unassuming looking white guy. He did like a um, an amoeba thing where he's like, oh yeah, I really love rap and da 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 da. He's talking about all these indie rap shit. And then I discovered that he's got a lot of verses out there. Hmm. And he's dope. Yeah, he's he really a, dope. A Scallops Hotel, probably like Scallops Hotel, who was on Open Mike Eagle before. Yep. Like he's been around and number one, I didn't know he was white. I don't think people know that he's the same <laughs> guy from Future Islands. And I don't know about any of that. That's crazy. So, but the content of this song mm -hmm. and him being a white guy, because he said something about black mothers going to sleep while while black mothers crying and while white America sleeps mm -hmm. or something along those lines, I thought he was black. Nah, he's a white dude. I, I thought he was black. When we're done, look at a picture of him, you'd be like, that's the motherfucker that's been mm -hmm. rapping? He's an ally. He is. <laughs> he's, ally. he's a very intelligent person who I wish I liked his band more so I can get more of him from that, but I've just read interviews and I've mm -hmm. seen stuff that he says. He's extremely intelligent, but the fact that he's also a dope rapper, you don't really get that often. When when somebody from a fucking rock band is like, oh, I also like rap, and then you hear like, yeah. oh, they're gonna do a verse, you're like, oh, oh here shit. we go. Yeah. This is about to be some fucking garbage. <laughs> this guy? And when you said I it, I was trying to think of the, the and I, I cannot, I'm getting old. There was a group, I think out of Chicago, that was a band, but they also had rappers in it, and it wasn't Kids. I was about to say, you talking about Kids Like Us? Nah, was it? Kids anyway, it don't matter. You nah, they just... weren't a band, they were just rappers. Yeah, uh, Vic Spencer was in it, I think. Kids Like Us! Is that it? Yes. Okay, yeah. Mm. Damn, I am getting old. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he said it's not Kids Like Us. Right. It's Kids Like Us. Yeah, mm. but anyway. I knew I was gonna like it. I knew it was gonna be an enjoyable listen. I didn't know I was gonna love it as much as I did. Like, you know, cause I, you, you know, you look at the track list, mm. a lot of rappers on here are like, so I was mm -hmm. like, oh, this is gonna be dope. Producer, right. you know, good producer. I, I enjoy his beats. You know, rappers I like, this is gonna be, this is gonna be good to listen to. But like, it it, it sounds good wherever you play it. I was playing yeah, God solid, of War yeah. and just playing it in the background. It feels good there. It feels mm -hmm. good in the headphones, feels mm -hmm. good in the car. And then the beats, the beats are just as strong as the songs with the rappers. 
And that was one of the things that, that really caught me off guard because I love the beach just as much as the, the song with, right. you know, everybody else. Yeah. Yeah, it had nice yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they definitely stand out on their mm -hmm. own as well. My favorite tracks on here are uh, Slippery Slope, Frank, Be Safe, Blueville, Give Me Favorite Chair. Slippery Slope, <laughs> Frank, <laughs> uh, Deeper Steel, uh, Be Safe, and Favorite Chair. Are any of those instrumentals that you know? No. Give me one of your favorite instrumentals on um, Tender in the Time of Chloria. Cholera. Cholera, yeah. That's why you want to get it, because you know what to do. <laughs> Go ahead. Touche. Um, yeah, definitely Slippery Slope. Definitely Kiss the Crook. Um, Keepers. What you got the R. You got the crook. You said crook. Yeah. Um Slippery Slow, Kiss the Cook, um, Deeper Still, Be Safe, and Yeah, I'm gonna say Blue Veil. Blockhead, if you're watching, uh, good album, man. I really, really enjoyed it and, and I like the mix of your instrumental beats with the rappers and the way the album was sequenced. It was sequenced really, really, really well. Um, and just as an overall solid project um, from top to bottom. Yes, uh, Blockhead, if you're watching, you, you know, huge fan of your work for years. Like, like I told them earlier, it's like, it's a shame that I, whenever I talk about producers, it's you and no, I've always leave out because I'm always paying attention to other producers. And it could be to Mike's point, maybe, I don't know if it's just, the type of MCs that they work with is just like why they always not getting recognized. But either way, this work, good job, man. Like I'm so glad you infused a mention of the instrumentals and the MCs, the songs with MCs on there as well, man. I, I think you did a great job. I think it was like Ken said, sequence well. I think you had a good balance of you know the the instrumental tracks, MC tracks, instrumental track. Like I think I think you did a great job of that and the MCs you pick and the fact that you blended these beats so well for them and the fact that these beats sound so clean and crisp and you still gave me that blockhead feeling. I love it, man, so good job. Echo, what both of them have said, this is a great project, a really good way to start the year off um, with some dope-ass beats and some great MCs. And I think that what's dope is you gave the MCs the kind of backdrop that they needed to do what they do, but at the same time, I feel like you gave them a little bit of spin sometimes. But I think that this is a really diverse project, and I love the fact that you definitely stepped out of your wheelhouse, whether it was intentional or not. As fans, we can spot the differences, and I think that that's really dope that, like B said, you still kept your signature sound, but still gave a little spin to it. So, yeah, man, great project.